When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, happy Monday to you. Starting off the week strong. I feel really good. And maybe I'm happy because I don't know. My friend Andrew Collins with me. It's been reported that I sound happier when Andrew's on the line. And um, yeah, I feel... Uh, do I sound happy? Andrew's here. Andrew Collins, everyone. Oh, I, hey. Um... No, that's a I nice. I like how one person said that, and now it's the thing. I honestly think three people. Whoa, that's yeah. wild. Well, they're that's all friends. They're oh. all friends and triplets. Siamese. They all, listen, they, they all listen together, and they probably commented to each other, and then got out their phones and decided to DM you at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're good people. You know, they just they could feel as a, a big change in you. You know, people love to weigh in on um, because I feel like I am so um, open about my emotional journey on this daily podcast and people are able to like track it if they listen every day um that people do let me know like hey you've been sounding good lately hey you've been yeah you've been sounding really your show's been hard to listen to because you're but we're still hanging in with you like people like to weigh in um and i guess i invited that but it i like to hear when people think i sound good people have been writing that a lot to me that i sound in good spirits and um i really attribute it to my medication um oh I and and but like no, that's no, what I was telling you the other day. Like I'm even nice. I'm just nicer to be around. And you always bring out like a fun side of me. That's why we're friends. So I was re- reminiscing about our friendship to um, Emil over the weekend. I was with our our friend Emil, mm. I and I was Emil. talking about. I know he's the best. And I was talking to him about you and how um, how you'll just your superpower. Which I also think mine, mine is, is as well, but you take it to a new level of like, you'll just tell the most embarrassing stories, even like before you've maybe recovered from the embarrassment of it. Like I, I have a hard time telling stories that I'm, that I'm already, or are still embarrassed by, but I think you, well, yeah, I, I just think-, think you have a lot of embarrassing stories and you just tell them and they're just so relatable. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing in the sense. I do think it's a good thing to be vulnerable and, and about the things that people are afraid to talk about. But sometimes I feel like, oh, I didn't even know that should affect you. Yeah, that's, well, you, you don't You know what know I mean? That- that's like two different things. Like when I burned down my fraternity house in college, I didn't go, oh, and like, or like when I got stabbed, whatever, those aren't even that embarrassing. But yeah, those aren't, I'm more talking about like, you know. Or shitting my pants, whatever, like. Sure, or um, wiping your tears on your ex-girlfriend's face to like make her feel how sad you are. <laughs> or writing a poem about your mom, she hits the bottle and like, just doing like things where you're like a huge loser. <laughs> you yeah. know, like behaved like an absolute, like insecure loser. Yeah. Writing a poem isn't a loser. I didn't mean to say that. But the wiping well, your tears on your girlfriend's face was pretty bad. If you read the poem, it's pretty, it's worse than tears. It, the, it, was a, it wasn't even an iambic pentameter, which was the hardest part. <laughs> I mean, was the hardest part saying that word just now? <laughs> it's pretty good. There's no S. Um, you, uh, 
No, I was telling Emil. Like literally that, today. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just telling Emil that the day we met, like that's why I like instantly wanted to be friends with you because you were so nervous the day we first met in that Bed Bath and Beyond because I was have I was meeting you just to like hang out and talk to you about my dog Luigi and like introduce you to Luigi because you're gonna start walking him, and then you within minutes told me your classic story that I've heard you tell a lot, but because it, it's so funny and you're not wrong, but you got an AIDS test. Because before, when you were a virgin, because you fingered a girl and, and bite your fingernails. And when you told me that, I like, I really feel like that's why we're here right now, is that story. It's funny. Every time people ask how we meet, I said I was over, overzealous. Is that a word? Yeah. Or like that I It's a word, but I don't know if it's, you know, no, it is good for this. Yes, that's, <laughs> I think it fits. I was overjealous. And um, <laughs> I was going to say that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of one other word that does that, like <laughs> Alice. Uh, so I, um, no, but every time I tell the story, I talk about how nervous I was to meet you and, and not just you. It's like when I'm nervous to meet really anyone, I, I over- You get giddy care. and you talk too fast. and you. But I don't do it as much anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't well, know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, thing. it's an ADD thing. It's a, it's a quality of ADD that you constantly overshare and say inappropriate things because you don't think before you speak- and like you were saying, you don't think of them as things that like, oh, I should keep this to myself. You're not being like, I'm going to be brave right now and tell this person I just met that I got an AIDS test. You're just, you're just talking. And I mean, obviously that's something that you knew was a funny thing to say. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm aware of funny. I'm just yeah. not a, a, aware of uh, maybe when it's over tact. Yeah. Tact. Good word. Um, there was a there was a um, thing I know I always only talk about Reddit because it's like my life. But there was a question to um, oh to it said I, I followed this thread that's called Ask Women and it said women of Reddit how do you not how do you balance between not oversharing and not bottling up your emotions? Because that I, I found that an interesting question because it is there's uh there's a in between there's because I do the same thing I I often feel like. Nikki, no one needed to know that about you. Like, it's funny if you make a joke around it and you have a good punchline, okay, but then some of the shit, just keep to yourself. Like, no one needs, it's not helping anyone. Yeah, and I forgot who, uh, someone told me something that, like, rang really true to me. I'm not going to remember exactly, I don't even remember who told me and exactly how it went, but essentially, it was- you're being overzealous about this. Yeah, tact and stuff. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, it was- Essentially that like, just because you share something doesn't mean you're vulnerable. Like, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Like, doesn't mean that you're like, um, like in touch with yourself because you're oversharing. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's just like, you don't even, you're not even connected to that. Yes. That's good too. So it's really not even that big of a, like a lot of people will be like, Oh my God, he shared it. But it's like, Oh no. But like, I can't tell you other intimate things about like how, you know, my mom being sick makes me sad. Yes. That, yeah, that's the thing is that people think that you are, because you share things about like, you know, eating ass that you are telling them the full story because, oh, if he told that, then he's telling everything. But it's like, no, I don't talk about my, I have a lot of um, fears and insecurities and stuff that I'm not ready to talk about yet. But um, yeah, I, I think that there is a, like, I don't know the answer to this. Some of the, some of the answers that people shared were, you choose to vent those emotions in appropriate ways and at appropriate times. You talk about them with a trusted friend, write them in a journal, find a creative outlet for them, that sort of thing. Um, or, or a new dog owner that you just meet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then this one girl said, I'm not sure if this helps, but when my boyfriend, but my boyfriend once told me when you bottle up your emotions and let it all out at once, it's really hard for me to remember the problems and feel like I can fix things because it's so overwhelming for me. It makes me feel more like you're holding a grudge than asking me to help. It made me realize, and then she goes on to say, it made me realize that it wasn't only hurting me, but it was hurting him in our relationship. I couldn't expect him to hear me out when I would just vomit it all at once. I think that's what you're talking about. It's like, sometimes people are so, that's what I do. Sometimes I just like plop down at a table uh, like I'm back at like the comedy cellar having a bad night and plop down. And I'm just like, I'm really depressed and I'm fucking, I want to, I'm thinking about suicide or like, I wouldn't even say that. I would just be like, I feel like she's talking about, you know, when she's bringing up issues for the last six months. So the guy just thinks he's, she's like tallying things yeah. as opposed to like bringing up what's immediate. Like what is really hurting you today? Yep. Yep. And uh, then, then it is tough because then you, you know, then the other person <sighs> going forward is questioning or am I being judged by this behavior? Like, am I being judged if I don't, whatever, you know, show up on time or, you know. Because it, it, come, it, it, it will spill out later and she won't confront. Would you rather someone confront you in the moment about those things? Here's the thing. I, I want someone that Who doesn't those, care. I mean, to an extent. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's one thing to be like, well, I want someone that doesn't get offended by anything or ever upset. Well, that's that's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Then you're a sociopath. Then you're living with a crazy person. But on the other end, like, I don't know. I both suck. If you bring up every little thing or if you hold all little things and bring it up as a big thing. (sighs) Yeah. Balance again. It's all balance. What if you store up everything and then you bring it on a podcast he doesn't listen to and that's how you get it out. And then you never confront him until he hears a podcast years later and hears everything you've been upset about. I mean... After you have children, <laughs> thank God no. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm, yeah, I'm I not know. good I mean, at bringing things up in the moment. I'm so bad at it. I because it's just, but it, it it always ends up exploding and coming out later. That's the thing. It always does. If you where does it go in your brain? Is it like is it cognizant every day of like? I don't have any problem confronting you about something if I'm mad at you in the moment, as you well know, because. I know, like with a, I I think I've been scared of in the past in relationships bringing things up because I think that the person can't handle criticism and then they will shut down and then I will end up having to apologize for having a problem in the first place. I mean, I think so many people can relate to that, you know, where you, where you confront someone and go, Hey, Andrew, I don't like the way you just talked to me. And then you go, I didn't do it. What, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. You're, you're really on edge today. Like what's going on with you? And then I go, and then you're in a bad mood. Cause I just accused you of something that you might know that you did, but you're not going to admit to it. Cause you haven't done enough work on yourself to actually admit your faults or your defects. So then I realized that, uh, that you're going to now be in a bad mood because of what I just said. So then I go, you know what? I'm really sorry I confronted you about that. And then I end up apologizing for a thing that I was really mad about five minutes ago that I'm still mad about, but now I'm even more mad because you made me take it back. Okay, but then could you admit that what you were mad about at times isn't worth being mad about? Like, that's the other thing. Like, maybe you don't want to bring it up. I love that we're, like, talking over, like, everyone thinks, no, there's something specific that... No, that no, no, yeah. No, I no, wish no. I could... I would love yeah. to have a specific thing. No, but I, I, I feel like that... Sometimes, you know, you don't want to bring something up because maybe it's not validated because it, it isn't worth bringing up and you don't want to hear that. You don't, 
like you said, but maybe it is true. Maybe what you're mad about is more what's going on with you and it shouldn't be brought up. Yes. And it's not, and then you don't put it, you're kind of putting it on the other person to not accept it and to admit it, that they're wrong. I mean, pretty much anything you get upset about anything for anyone else is all has to do with you. You can't control Dude. anyone else's behavior. It literally everything. I, I mean, except like being molested or beaten or something. I posted, or this, uh, no, no, I'm kidding, hmm. compare it. No, but I posted this, like, the dumbest video, like, I've ever done with me and Jen today, mm-hmm. and uh, this girl wrote this whole diatribe about how you're middle-aged, she goes, you're middle-aged, your brother's rich, your dad's a doctor, you should just give up and have babies, what are you doing, why are you pursuing this, just give up, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about getting as a tattoo, no, <laughs> such a funny tattoo. Uh, no, uh, no, but I was thinking about, so, so then, and then I saw that she deleted it. She deleted the comment. So then I went to her, because obviously I, I see these, I mean, again, this shouldn't happen either, but I went to her page. I, I went to the messages and I saw that she wrote me at one point, she goes, you're my favorite comedian. I should have your baby, right? And then, okay, she, yeah. and then she's like, and then I never wrote her back, right? Mm-hmm. So then I wrote her, I go, hey, why did you take down your shitty comment? She goes, oh, now you write me back. And I so was she like, was oh. mad at you for not writing her back. She is attracted to you, wants to have your babies, was insulting you into doing what she wants you to do. Which I did, and then I stopped writing. Oh, she goes, now you're going to stop writing me again? I'm like, yes, you crazy person. Yeah, you saw instantly what, and she, how old, I'm guessing she's- I'm looking at her picture. She has two babies and she's younger than me and she's mad that she probably gave up on maybe one of her dreams. She's not allowed to be silly and because she's a mother. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, how dare you be silly? Yes. Anyways. I know. When are you though entitled to get mad at someone else? I feel like it almost- Not a dad. Not at a silly video. No, of course not. I mean, that's, I mean, you're upset about it. But that, then again, you being upset about it is y- like your own insecurity that maybe she's right. She's 100% right. <laughs> See, it goes back and forth. I'm serious, though. I it, know, it does. It would not make you mad if it was totally like if she was being like, if she told you something that you knew wasn't true, could it possibly be true about you? 100%. I, I, I think that there's truth in what she said. But also, I knew she was trying to be as shitty as possible and didn't necessarily believe what oh, that she was feel, writing. I bet that felt so good to see her old message. Oh, yeah. I knew right away once I read that. And then I go, you, she goes, oh, I wrote it because you never wrote me back. I go, well, you don't have to be an ass. She goes, oh, don't get upset with me. Oh, now you're not going to write. I'm like, okay, this is wow. whatever. Anyhow. Did you block her? No, no. She goes, I like how hairy you are. It turns me on. That was the last... God, these women, I don't understand these girls. Why they like hair? No, why they no, just I know, I approach know. Uh, trying to get a guy this way. But I guess it works. I mean, I wrote her. Yeah. I mean, was she cute? She's all right. Yeah. I have another girl sending me a selfie a day. She goes, I'm going to send you this and wear you down. Hmm. I'm like, okay. And then I wrote her back after like day three. I was like, I love the attempt. I didn't know because I feel bad. I end up right. feeling bad. I know. That's why I don't engage with people because I feel like eventually I, I feel bad if I, if I get engaged with them a little bit in the beginning and start something and we're going back and forth. And then I just decide I don't want to do it. I just, it, you just eventually have to ghost or you have to have this conversation. Like if you're just like texting with someone or just DMing and you never meet them, do you owe them like 
hey, I'm done having this conversation. If you've been, let's say you've been texting for like weeks or DMing for weeks back and forth every couple of days. And eventually you're just like, I can't keep doing this. I mean, I just think you go, um, I don't know. It's hard because if it's not like, did they try to make it to elevate it? Yeah. Then, yeah, then you have a way to get out. If they don't try to elevate it and they keep it friendly and it doesn't feel elevated, then it's kind of shitty to just cut it off or to tell them to be like, I can't even be your friend. It's like, but. Yeah, what? I'm having, I'm having that struggle right now with a couple some people want to be my friend and want to like hang out like in, in town. And I, what do you do when you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't think you say it quite like that. Um, like I just have, have, have nothing tried, in like, common anymore. Or lighting shit on fire in a bag and putting it on their doorstep. They live kind of too far away to do that. Um, <laughs> wait, but then how would they know it's me? You write your, your name on the bag. But then it's burned. Oh, then I don't know. You call, you text them and be like, hey, something's outside. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know what to do with that. Um, where you're like, when someone wants to hang out and just like be friends, like they don't want more than that. And... Just be like, I don't even want to be friends. I've been working a lot lately. Like, do like a, like, oh, well, when you're done working, let's hang out. Okay. Well, I know. It won't be for a while, maybe ever. Yeah. I'm going to be busy forever and ever and ever. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, and then I feel bad. Like, why can't you just go make new friends, Nikki, and and be social? And, well, COVID doesn't help. No, but that's just an excuse. I find it so nice that I can use that excuse. With Andrew Collin. Um, I feel like you should move by me in the East Village. Oh, yeah, you just got a place. I know. I went and saw it today. I, I I didn't set it up or anything. I just, the super showed me the place a couple days ago and I was in the area and I was like, hey, I'm here. Can I check out my place again? I'm renting it. What were you doing in the area? To be honest, I, I hooked up with a girl and I walked downtown and then I was going to go to Kinko's to print out my um, registration form for voting. Mm-hmm. Kinko's was closed, but that it ended up being right by my apartment. Anyways, okay. so I go to the apartment and uh, closed forever. Just closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday. Mm, okay. It's so annoying. I have to print it out. It's like because I have an out-of-state license. Oh, so you, you know, get a lot absentee of, ballot in Florida? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Here in New York. Okay. But um, anyway, so the, I was like, "Can I see the apartment?" And I go up there because I was going to take dimensions, but I, I didn't. Whatever. And uh. And so I'm like walking the place and I'm realizing it's so much smaller <laughs> than I thought it was, but whatever. I don't care. Yeah. It's not, you know, and, you saw um, it the other day. I did, but I also saw 15 other apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it does all kind of bleed together. Yeah. And so um, next thing I know I had to shit so bad. And right now with COVID, there's like two restaurants you can shit in, in New York city. And it's Veselka. If you're in New York, Veselka, you can shit in downtown. Yeah. Um, and and I had to shit so bad. And I was like, what do I do? And I was like, I'll just shit in my new apartment that I, I don't even haven't even signed a lease yet. Yeah, for. christen it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no toilet paper though. Wow. And uh, so I was just like, fuck it. I get completely naked and I just shit and I go in the shower. Why completely naked? Oh. Because I had to shower. Because you're going to go to the shower. You, you already, you knew there was not toilet paper before you started shitting. Yeah. So I fucking but went then in the there's shower. no towel. I air dried. Oh my god! So, so I was, was so scared. No, there was no scrubbing involved. 
Well, scrubbing with just my hand, Your hand and, and water. Wait, old school. There's no soap either, is there? <laughs> oh my god! Wait a second. Well, I guess when you take a shit, you don't use soap. Yeah, but you but you, <laughs> you did use your paper. hand. You did use your hand to wipe your butt, and then you didn't have soap to clean your hand. Facts. When was the last time you washed your hand? You have not washed your hands since you did this. I know you haven't. You went right to your phone and you posted that, <laughs> that Instagram post. I had a mask on. <laughs> so you, so you drip dry, you air dried in your apartment and, after and, the shit. Is it, yeah. Was it a really messy one? Like, I feel like I wouldn't need that much. It wasn't that messy. Luckily, it was so- somewhat solid. Mm-hmm. So, um, wow. When it, your super just let you in, they weren't like waiting out the side. No, you... but I was worried that maybe the super was going to come back or the door was, the front door was open. I was just like, I would have been like, oh, I'm testing the water. Did you have shit. to shit with, before your, um, hookup? No, but I had to fart really bad during it. Uh, and she lived in the studio. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. How'd always... that all come about? I met her through Instagram. She listens to my podcast. Uh, she came to a live show one night. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's really cute. Uh, we had sex about a couple of weeks ago, and then she ghosted me, kind of. Yeah. And uh, That worked who- then. What, by ghosting me? Yeah. To make me want her more? Yeah. Well, I would have wanted her anyways. I was writing her. Yeah, that's true. But then she wrote me yesterday. Finally, she's like, so what are you doing? I was like, I'll be over there in two minutes. I'll come but over. You, you, but also, had you not jerked off her a bit? Yeah, I was saving my stock for me. Just no, oh, no, 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 no. No, I was saving my stock. I I have to because I think with Zoloft, I could come really well one time, mm-hmm. just once though. Once every four days. Once every like two and a half days. Okay. So I came last night, and then I didn't come this morning when we were having sex, and I right. lost my heart on. I was wearing a rib condom, mm-hmm. a McRib, I think it is, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> The rib condoms like suck. Like condoms are fucking god, they suck. I gotta get like one that like, a girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta like get that's a, con- a, that's a really I gotta get a condom with a heart and legs. Yeah. Well, I think that's like almost like a incentive to to date someone monogamously is that if you're someone who takes sex safe sex seriously, then that's the only time you can have unprotected sex. Really, is in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Do you guys think of that ever? No. I feel like I do. Is there I any do, part of you I, that's like, oh, I'd like a girlfriend because then I could have sex without a condom? Yeah. Yeah, there's part. I'm sure mm-hmm. that, I mean, I don't know how big of a part, but that is something. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys though, these days and women are just like, they're not worried about, maybe COVID has caused a little bit more worry, but I feel like people are raw dogging a lot. People, well, I was talking about it with my friends about how we all get pressured to not wear masks if we're around people that are indoors not wearing masks, just like not taking it seriously. And then all of a sudden you just are like, I guess I'm not going to wear one. And you just feel the peer pressure. And it's no matter how, you know, good you feel going into it and how, <laughs> uh, how um, what's the word? Just morally uh, set in your ways. And like, you know who you are and no matter what, I'm going to wear a mask. You get around people not wearing a mask and you feel so stupid and you just you just don't wear one. And you just go, I'm just going to risk it. And you kind of think about the particles and the droplets and you're kind of, <laughs> but it's just, and my friend goes, it's just like wearing a condom. And it's like, ah, I've gone into situations where I know the person sleeps around. I don't trust them at all. And I'm someone who has sex like once every, you know, presidential election. 
and I still am like, I, I'll, I'll let it go or I like won't like I've been, I've, I've gone no condom and I'm someone who's so adamant about safe sex. Why do we, why do we in that moment, do we just convince ourselves it's okay? I just feel like they're so chill with it. If like, and they'll make you feel almost you're horny. Well, yes, of course. Yeah. That's probably I think number it just makes one. you stupid. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because every time you come and you fuck someone without a condom, about 20 minutes later, you roll over and you go, fuck. My God. I mean, dur- sometimes during it, I'm already like, oh no. And then I can't even enjoy it. Cause I'm like, you're so stupid, Nikki. Why would you do this? Yeah. But what would you think if a girl, and, and my, my example I'm using of this is on, honestly just blowing someone who I had heard rumors had like warts, like a wart issue. And, um, and I like saw his penis and it didn't have warts when I like before I put my mouth on it. But like, you never know. But he was like, I just knew that he did have them at one point. So there I find myself blowing this person. And I'm like, while I'm doing it, I'm like, you fucking idiot. But also, would you, if a girl was like, I won't blow you unless you wear a condom. I mean, is that, I know they tell girls to not put their mouth, but like, why is it acceptable to put your mouth on a dick without a condom? And that's so absurd to ask a guy to wear a condom for a blowjob. But during sex, it's not as, as absurd. Why? Well, I think because are you going to put on Your a dental? Are you going to put a dental dam on? First no, of all, I don't even know how that all, works. Guys aren't even going down on this. This is not guys this are guy going down is. on girl girls as much as girls are going down on guys. But I'm just saying it, it goes both ways. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, the guy is going down on you if he does. Usually, raw dog tongue, raw yeah. tongue. Yeah. And so it's kind of expected the raw tongue back or raw mouth back. Now, also, there's also another thing where it's like your genitals, they tend to be a higher regard than your mouth. One, because, because you're not going to get HIV as easy, like the big dogs, as easy with your mouth as you would your genitals. And Do you know that to be true? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay. And then also- Don't take our word for it. Kids. No, take it. Take the word. Go, <laughs> go eat out a hooker's ass right now. Raw, raw ass hooker. I remember my buddy went to a hooker and he came back. He's like, dude, I went down on her. And we were all like, oh my God. Good on him. Maybe he likes it. I Some guys really like it. They get no, it's not it. about eating out. It's about eating out a hooker without a... Well, yeah, but it maybe is. that's why, he, that's what he wants though, you know? Yeah, I guess people like to eat old sandwiches. <laughs> but maybe like that maybe the more just like you know we've we, i think there are guys that like that's all they want to do well i actually thought about this uh, you know you asked me would i mind getting my ass eaten and and forever i was like well i'm not secure with it but mm-hmm. then who am i to say just because i'm not, not a girl whether or not a girl because mm-hmm. girls there are women that eat like monkey brains or you know uh <laughs> turkey foot or pig foot whatever yeah. So if you're going to love monkey brains, who am I to say you won't love my asshole? Right. If, if you want to do it, go for it. Yeah, However, it's on you. Buy beware. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> like, you know, like there's been times where I have like been like, mm, I wouldn't go down on me right now if I were you. Like, it's just like not, you know, it, when I was in a relationship and you like start fooling around, you're like, I didn't really prepare for this. You know, you've been like sleeping around all Sunday or whatever. You're just like, eh. And then they do anyway, and you're like, the worst would be if they go down there, and then they like are like, ugh, and then they stop. Like if you go down there, you got to finish what you started. I think, like you can't go down there and be like, 
I just, I've remembered yeah, I have to call my grandma. This isn't like a taste test. This isn't like, oh, we're going to line up six different kind of weird things. It's not fear factor. You're going right. to finish the whole fucking thing. It's not one bite. Yeah. But sometimes though, they can't, they're, whatever they're doing down there is so worthless. You're just like, you got to be done pretty, like, you're just like, no, let's not do this anymore. And I'm sure the same is for blowjobs. I mean, I know that's the same. I've had a lot of guys stop me and be like, we're good. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. This girl gives an amazing blowjob. Um, what does she do? I don't know. It's just like, she seems to just really enthusiastic. like it. Yep. I knew it. Enthusiasm. That's what really sets. Enthusiasm. It just feels like I can, there's communication or like there's a feeling like we're connected in a way. It's Doing not like, like Morse code on your balls. How is she I'm just tapping her forehead it? with my mm-hmm. finger. Yeah. I'm saying, hey, bitch, go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> what is Morse code? Is that Morse? Who Morse is Morse? code is tapping. It's tapping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tap, tap, tap. Um, yeah. And the only way I actually got off was 69ing. Oh, wow. That's well, eating the butt. Eating the butt. Wait, you ate her butt again? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, th- th- that's the one you did it to the, the only other time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So now you – is there a chance that there's, like, something springing up between you two? I don't think so. She's leaving again in, like, a month. Oh, okay. She's fun. She's just silly and fun. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't talk about politics, I'm guessing. Never. Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> she. I don't know if she's a supporter of Trump, but she doesn't mind Trump. Yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't know until the, after I had sex with her the first time. It's okay. I, I mean, think a I lot of I it. Think we can, you can have sex with Trump supporters. I mean, it's. it's the only a, problem is I don't like fuck. a social experiment. You get to know them. What are they thinking? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, but she's gonna like Trump more. She's like this liberal cuck can't fuck good. I'm gonna go vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show him. I'm gonna vote and mail in a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I said I put my finger in her ass so far that I could feel Mike Pence getting upset somewhere. <laughs> you said that? <laughs> no, I'm saying like that. <laughs> it's a good joke, I think. Um, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, then you just don't, when you f- realize someone's politics is different than yours and it could, every single time you hang up, hang out, you're not going to bring it up every, every no, time. No, it's you a losing. Get them out of your life or you could just Eat enjoy their ass. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you a video earlier today of wet ass pussy with um, Disney video behind it. Yeah. Like someone made an amazing go see it before it gets pulled down. It's it's WAP to um, different Disney characters in the background, and it's all synced up with the song to go along with the imagery in the song to Disney movies, and. It, se- it like sexualizes Disney movies, but it was pretty, it's pretty great, I think. I think what it teaches me is that Disney movies are already pretty fucking sexual for kids. Yeah, yep. Like, I lot, thought, my first thought was, that. oh, this is triggering, so, or not triggering, but so strong because it's opposites. And then you watch it, you're like, oh, no, Disney characters fuck. Like, yeah. they just don't show penetration. I mean, think of the creeps <laughs> behind all the, the, the hidden things in the, the Disney movies. The... the the different penis, the penis castle on Little Mermaid, um, the priest getting a boner, which someone said was a mouse. It's just so clearly a boner. 
Yeah. Um, the, the lion cock, laying the down. The piercing on the beast and Beauty and the Beast. The, the, <laughs> no the way. piercing. Yeah, it's a hard what? cock piercing. Shut up. <laughs> oh, the, the there's some there's some scenes from the Beast in that thing that made me like wet for the Beast. I got wet for like, that in, truck. Oh, yeah, you said there was a truck I wanted to from the, the Disney movie Cars. I wanted they to fuck a, the truck. Yeah, like the one that was backing up. And yeah, like showing dude. its rear end. That was hot. <laughs> Why was that so hot? And it was a girl truck too. What was that scene? I don't know, man. So that truck. You, go watch this video, you guys. Just uh, wet ass pussy Disney, and then see it on YouTube. But there's this one scene where this truck like backs up, and like all these other trucks are looking under, like upskirting it, like looking underneath the girl's truck, like she's presenting to them, and it's fucking like it turned me on. And then the beast eating soup really sloppily. <laughs> I think it's with that song. Anything? Did I, I, that soup definitely supports Trump. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> naughty, fucking nasty soup. Yeah, there's so much sexual stuff going on there. There was some. Um, there was a lot of uh, wet cats. Anytime there was a scene where cats were like swimming or drowning because of wet ass <laughs> pussy, I felt yeah. that was there were some funny moments in there that they were able to take the lyrics and. But did I I ever show you the um, girl doing sign language to wet ass pussy? uh no oh. did she actually do it yeah dude it's so hot like yeah dude fucking i the, love the watching signals that. for like i mean like the uh, sign language for what is what, what is what's pussy in in, in i don't even language. know do you want to watch it really quick on mute yeah. so okay i'm sharing my screen with you and if you're at home it's called wop sign language yeah wop sign language i love the idea of a deaf kid learning sign language well what she did was um there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house is what she's saying. What the fuck? Why is this? There's some hoes in this house. Certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull out game weak. And now and she's, she's dancing. And she's dressed she's, naughty. Yeah. As pussy. Pussy is um, cupping your hands like this. Oh, man. Isn't it sexual already? Right? Yeah, it's so hot. It, I mean, it's fucked up that like we think like, oh, she's deaf, she can't be. I don't like, think that. Uh, <laughs> I guess you do. I'm saying that we don't think like blind and deaf people can be absurdly sexual. You know, at least I. I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying when you envision a deaf person, you don't see them like I'm hot and I'm deaf. Like you just always like see them in like yeah. I don't know, like a long skirt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, no, that I knew that was going to be hot. Someone posted on Reddit and was like, I think this is hotter than this, the lyrics itself. I, I'm obsessed with that song, clearly. I, I can't stop listening to it. I haven't, it has not reached its like peak. I, I'm, I'm back in like June when people were into that song. Is that girl deaf? I think, I don't know. Yeah. Hit her up. Hit her uh, up. I'll text her. Um, yeah. what, what happened with your boy hang this weekend? I, I talked to you on Friday when I was headed to uh, Bloomington. Indiana, Greg, Warren, and I were in the car, and we called you, um, and you were gonna maybe hang with some boys. I got ghosted by boys. You did. They yeah. never wrote you back. No, he wrote me he's like tomorrow would be better. And then I wrote him Saturday. I was like, "What's up, bro?" Nothing. You play football. I love you. Yeah, it was a football player, right? Yeah, and he didn't write me back. I was like, you know what? That hurts. It hurts. It does hurt. It How hurts long? I don't have that many friends anymore. I know. I'm you worried get about... older, I sit in the park by myself and watch softball. You have like, friends? Alone. Are you just not reaching out to people? 
I'm reaching out somewhat, but everyone's like in relationships or I just haven't talked to them in a long time. I'm just time. nervous about starting new friendships because I'm worried that I won't have enough to talk about or I won't like them and they'll want to keep hanging out. I mean, it's my same fears of like a relationship. But I just want my, I want the friends I already have and I want them all in the same place. But you're like, after COVID, all my friends scattered like cockroaches when you turn yeah. on the light. They all went to different places. And now there's no one place I can move and be like, there's where all my friends are. Well, I mean, I could go back to New York and it's. I feel like New York, you become friends with someone new a lot. Yeah, like I made some acquaint- a lot no of one ca- No one cares. No one cares if you stop talking to them for a little while. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. beauty of New York. You go out with 10 people. You can leave whenever the fuck you want. No one cares because there's true. plenty to entertain you. Yeah. Like, oh, Jeff left when? Six years ago? Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no one cares. Uh, that guy that I showed you on Raya last week, the hot one, he followed up with me. Oh, Kakai? It took him like some, it, t- it took him some days. Some what? Kakai? <laughs> <laughs> I don't was- know if he, if one of his eyes is not centered or if he just makes wacky faces in all the photos. I would say it's overly centered to his nose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind a lazy eye for a hot guy. I think it's kind of hot. Yeah, it's like it goes like, back I to your thing, like the herpes. Like, oh, like it makes it like it's a discount hot guy? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But it, it's not as like, I don't know. What, when, and when do you tell some? when do you breach the subject with someone, a friend, anyone, a new person, if they have a one eye that is not, they know. When are they? When do you, we all talk about it though? When do we go? Okay, right you've got what? Right away. Right away. No way. You go on a date with a girl and she's got one eye that's looking at her nose, and you you say something about it right away. No, you do not. Was it tough, Cyclops, growing up? What? No, she's not Cyclops. She has two eyes. You, there's no way you would say anything, Andrew. Yes, I, just, I would. If a girl had a limp, or if a, if a guy had a shorter arm. Okay, but what if he sit down with you at dinner, first date? She has a lazy eye. She's not saying anything about it. How do you bring it up? Let's do, let's do that scenario. How, I go like this. I go like this. You would do an impression. Who am I? Her? Who am I? Who would am go, I? Right. You would do it, and then she'd say, <laughs> you're me. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I think they might bring it up. I what think, if they I don't? Like at the very beginning of the date. But I think by the end of the date, if you hang out for a couple hours and conversation's good, it might get brought up. And then she But goes, what if they I, don't? How do you bring it, it up? Th- th- I wouldn't. You exactly. don't. Okay. I mean, yeah, you don't. that's insanity. Yeah. Unless you're like a month in and you guys are making fun of each other's like things. She's like, oh, your dick's small. And I go, well, your eye is crooked. Oh, boy. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, that's what we we're coming back to like pent up remembering all the things that you were upset about and then dumping them on them at one point. Yeah, well, this whole time, I've been upset about the, that eye that isn't looking at me. It's always checked out of our conversations. You're always half here. You're always multitasking. You're always focused on your nose. Look at me. I just feel like half of you is always involved with your nose. Look at you me. Never, at the, look at my I nose wanna, when I'm talking I wanna to you. Look at, I want you to look at me like you look at the tip of your nose. Why don't you ever look at... God, I, well, what if this guy listens to You know this? what I would That's do? I would, take a, I would take a magnet and I would put it on this side of his face and see if I could pull uh, if, the eye over. Uh, Andrew, this is d- ridiculous. I'm just saying. Or I would go, oh, what's over there? That's what's not over there? fix it. Has a doctor ever tried that? Oh, what's over there? Like scaring you like with hiccups? 
yeah. It is bizarre how that works for hiccups. Ah! Like there was, I rem- there's a couple of things I remember from the book that I read a million years ago, the Stumbling Upon Happiness book about just like what it means to be happy and how we look at, you know, two twins connected at the head and we go, that would be fucking miserable. But they don't, these little girls didn't know any other, these women that like stayed that connected didn't know any other life. And so their happiness levels when tested were like so high up. We're double? Any- <laughs> they shared a happiness level. So it was split. So they're both pretty miserable, but together <laughs> really happy person, but they were happier than most people. And they yeah. found that like we, you only know happiness in comparison to what you are. So if you only know that there's no, you know how people go like, I never even knew growing up that we were poor. They just yeah. like, were happy. I was listening to my friend Elma's um, podcast today because uh, or heard this American Life segment that I really recommend. Um, if you type in Elma Baker, I forget the name of it, but it, she talks about when she used to be, she lost 110 pounds and like her life when she was fat. When she, when as she, she killed herself, twin. Yeah, when she cut. <laughs> <laughs> when she lost Tabitha after the surgery. She like... <laughs> She said that she no, was she's like, always been skinny. She didn't know when she was fat <laughs> that she was miserable. Like or yeah. she wasn't miserable. She was happy. And she did she wasn't miserable until she got skinny and saw how people treated her differently when she was fat. And so she didn't know. It's a really fascinating um uh listen. I, I want to tell you guys to where to go to find it. Hold on one second. I sent it to my friend today because I'm going, um, I'm going to the Hamptons next weekend with a bunch of girls, including Elna. Uh, the episode is called Tell Me I'm Fat, and it's from This American Life, and it's Act Two, and it's by Elna Baker. And she talks about her weight loss, and it's just – it's so fucking fascinating because she thought when she was when she was 110 pounds overweight, she, like, wanted a, a boyfriend. She wanted a partner, and she wanted a job, and she just thought those things – she kind of people were like you need to lose weight to get those things and she was like there's no way the world is that unfair and cruel she was like mormon and just like didn't think that people were that shallow she really didn't mm-hmm. she had no idea and then she got thin and she was like oh fuck it was that all along it was that and um it's just it's 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 really interesting because she's like that was i didn't know i didn't know to be sad when I was fat and now like she's so scared of being fat again because she doesn't want to go back to that thing when she was fat. She didn't even, she didn't feel, she wasn't sad every day when she was fat. Yeah. Not to say that a lot of people aren't sad every day when they're fat and feel. Or when they're skinny. Oh, please. Yeah. It's like either. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, it is interesting to think like if you were signed, like if you were Siamese twins and you were raised on an Island with 20 other Siamese twins, people, you would have no idea that this is, Abnormal. There's something going on. I was thinking about this today. We're 20 years from now, kids are going to look back on how we live now and said, how could they have done that? How could they have lived like that with whatever is, is there's going to be something so that makes life so much better in 20 years that now we don't have. And people will be like, what did they do? I was talking to Emil about it last night. Cause he's 21. He grew up and never didn't have the internet. Yeah. And it was just there as soon as he like, became like a started remembering things it was like he'd never ever i we were talking about how we both first discovered porn and he was like whoa you like you had to seek it out like it wasn't just like there for you yeah yeah like you had to find it in different places it like really blew his mind that like i had to like wait till my parents were out of town go to the pay-per-view channel um and like you you had to and not that that was like a bet oh now not that it's better now but 
I was thinking about it when I don't have my phone. What the fuck do you do when you don't have your phone? If you're like waiting for someone back in the nineties and early 2000s, let's say you went to the doctors. If you were in a, like a waiting room that didn't have magazines, what do you do? Let's yeah. please, tr let's try to answer this. I'm wondering, do you, do you literally twiddle your thumbs? Did, that, is that, did people do a lot of that? I would be constantly picking at my skin or like, I bit my nails a lot. My shoe. I bit my nails. I look, you just look at the wall. You just start looking at things like, and they get your attention. Like, um, or you look at other people. Or you carry a book in your purse, them. maybe. Sure. I mean, I remember I got dropped off at the bus, and my parents like forgot to pick me up with my brother. Yeah. And we couldn't call him to right. tell him that we were here. So we walked like a mile to a payphone. Like, yeah. Or, or like when you had to take out a book with like card catalog and like check out the book and write your name on the but little- But it's wild that we live that, yet I don't remember what I did when, when I would have an idle time. Oh, I, I know. I was thinking about that the other day. My, you know, even just watch, I, I watch a lot of TV. I mean- yeah. Oh, I watch so much TV. You're right. That's what I did. We watched TV and we played video games. Yeah. Video games were there since we were young. But I'm, I'm, it's more about like when you're alone I'm, and waiting for someone. You get to a restaurant yes. early or, you, you know, there's a waiting, t there's a time to wait or, you know. You, might talk, to other, you talk to people. Emil told me that sometimes he'll leave his phone at home and go out for like hours. Have you ever done that? I mean, when I want to like Let's be brag about here. something. What's the longest <laughs> you've left, you've been without your phone on your person? And, and you don't, not including like yeah, playing a sport. Not um we're having sex like where you, it's out of reach not within in the same room as you i mean it would be you know when i'm mostly out of the city you know when i'm either you know like when i'm surfing or doing okay, something sport. that's a sport where you can't bring your phone oh uh, okay um or where like my phone's been dead plenty of times but yeah where i just left my phone i mean never i mean it's just not something you it's do never. anymore i'm gonna but start I doing it i couldn't because I really think I could. I mean, I want the listener to think about this too. I know you're like, when, when, when women talk about leaving their phones at home or anyone, everyone just goes, well, you can't. What, would you, what if you need it for an emergency? And it's like, were women just like dying and being raped and murdered all the time before cell phones? Yes. No. Oh. No. We were okay. <laughs> you can be without your phone out in the world. And the problem is it's not so much is, with you. It's with other people saying they can't connect or contact you. And then you're dealing with that. But let's, t let's talk about that, though. In, can you remember a time in the past year that you needed a piece of information that someone had to give you immediately? And if you wouldn't have been able to get back to them, it would have really been detrimental to your life. Is there any piece of information, any email? Because I'm even thinking about there's, there's never been one email that is so urgent and let me put, the, I'm putting this out to the listener too. Try to think about your own life. And I'm not talking about when someone's like, hey, I'm going to email you in the next hour. Please have your phone on you. Not like that. I'm talking about an, an email that comes out of the blue that you need to respond to within, let's say three hours. And if you don't within three hours, and this isn't work, like it is work related, but it, everything can at least wait three hours. I've never had an urgent enough call. There's one time I got a call. I got a call to do the tonight show. Um, when, uh, Fallon, it was during, um, right before Sandy, it was like Sandy was hitting and they, they didn't have someone. And they were like, they called me to do the tonight show and I was sleeping and I missed the call. And by the time I woke up, got the message and called them back, they had booked someone else. So there's one time I can remember, remember when it was like urgent that I had my phone on me and I still missed it. But most of the time, any email I get can wait three hours.
But here's the thing. The other person on the other end, the boss, right, that's writing you, he could write you something. She could write you something. And it doesn't have to – it's not urgent enough where you could have a three-hour window. But to them, it is – that's not acceptable. But if it's – I'm, I'm talking about if it's not during work okay, hours. Okay, then if it's not work hours – there's no, there's nothing I mean, there's coming through. I mean, no, like a girlfriend or, or boyfriend, husband, wife, there's, there's restraints on that. Like if you go out with your friends and your girlfriend or your wife wants to know where you're at because the kids are getting whatever, you should have been home earlier. The but kids what did are, they what, used to do back in the nineties? You just pick a time and you just stick to it. Open. So why don't we just do that again? And we mostly do do that. Like no one just goes out and goes, I'll just... I'll be out whenever, like, there's yeah. an indefinite time. Yeah, I remember we all know. In college, cell phones came out. I think, like, my freshman year in college, it's, like, when they really, like, became, maybe my sophomore year is when they, like, like almost everyone started to get a cell phone, like a Nokia or whatever. Yeah. And I was, like, fuck that. I don't want people to know where I am. Right. I remember, like, like I, I literally said one time, I go, I don't believe in email. I swear to God, I said that to my friend. I go, I don't believe in email. Yeah. I mean, I, I might have been right. Maybe uh, we should have never done it. The email is one of the things that people don't pay attention to, but it's just as harmful as Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and just as addictive. Emil actually posted, because we got into talk email? about this over the- Email. Emil posted a tweet <laughs> over the weekend that was like, he watched The Social Dilemma and he was talking about people who get addicted to their email or some, some guy in the, the, the documentary yeah, said like, I saw that. he yeah. had to take a break from his email. And Emil was like, what kind of dork gets addicted to their email? Like, that's such a dorky thing to get addicted to. But then I, I like asked Emil more. I'm like, so you just like, but I go, how often do you check your email? He's like, I don't, I don't know, like once a day or whatever. And I go, but do you get alerts for your email? So like, you know, when you get a new one, he goes, oh yeah. So I was like, so you don't need to check it because it's letting you know when there's changes in it. But if you didn't get alerts, you would check it all the time. We just don't need to because we're constantly getting notifications. So email is just as bad as social networking. Well, it depends also on your job. Like there's some jobs where you are going to get, just like you get a like on Instagram, you're going to get that many emails in a day. There's some people that write back and forth, whether it's through instant messenger oh, or Gmail, where you can get a hundred, are- e- you get, but I, for me, I get maybe four emails that are like a week that I need. Right. And it's kind of weird, but I really don't because I don't really do much with business. I don't have a manager. I don't have an agent. Yeah. If I get an email, it's like through like a Zoom request or or, or the leasing guy. Mm -hmm. Amazon letting me know. Well, I think people with jobs and like they get addicted to email. Yeah, I I don't. It's not a social thing. But I was remembering, my, I was telling Emil about MySpace. I was like, back in MySpace, you, that was, that was just as big of an addiction as Instagram was for me. I was obsessed with it. Yeah. However, I couldn't check it when I was out, you know? We didn't have smartphones. And I don't remember that. I don't remember being like, I have to go home and check my MySpace. But I, that's what I had to do. You had to almost go be antisocial to go, but you wouldn't be. I don't remember ever canceling plans with friends because I wanted to go check my MySpace. I do remember like hanging out with friends and being like, let's go check our MySpaces and like going on their computers. And then we gather around and like. Well, there was something it. like top eight, top 16. But it was a social thing. Like we'd all yeah. look at it together. It wasn't like this thing that you just like drift up, like into your phone and like disappear and into it. And I don't know. I've cut down my Instagram. Pull up your, pull up your screen time right now. I don't have my phone on me. God damn it. I could go get it. Well, there's a classic example. You don't have your phone on you right now. How do you not, not have it in the same room as you? I don't really need it. I mean, I, I have- never do that. But I'm down to one hour and 10 minutes tops a day on both 
Twitter and Instagram combined. What about Reddit? Um, let me look at my yesterday. Okay, so yesterday on my phone, I spent eight hours and 32 minutes on my phone total. Instagram. Eight hours and 32 minutes? Yeah, but just wait for the breakdown. Um, it, the most used was Instagram for one hour and eight minutes. Messages was one hour and four minutes. Crossword, 45 minutes. Really struggled on that I'm Thursday. sorry, what was the first one? I apologize. Instagram, one hour, eight okay. minutes. Okay, okay. Um, Safari, um, 37 minutes, YouTube, 36 minutes, Zoom, 24 minutes, Books, 22 minutes, Spotify, 22 minutes, Kink.com, 16 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's all it took me yesterday. That's Aren't you good. proud? Uh, yeah. 16 I am proud minutes. Of you. <laughs> I'm so videos. proud of myself. Yeah. And to, I just, I did it today too. Let's see how long it took me today to do it. Here's my thing though. You were, you were doing shit this weekend. You were doing shows. So it's a different. No, I was, I was, uh, I had all day. Like yeah, doing shows true. takes 40 minutes on stage. Um, today, kink.com, 24 minutes. I'm really improving. It used to take me an hour and 20 minutes and then I wouldn't even get to anything. You're like a faster computer. Um, yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm, 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 you know what I'm your it's phone so does? much fun when I'm, you know what your phone does, my phone wasn't here earlier mm -hmm. for the last 40 minutes and now it's sitting here and I could feel, I could feel this like, Hey, come fuck me. Yeah. My phone. My oh, when like, I took me. Instagram off, like out of my phone, like deleted the app, you know, from the screen, my hand would just pick up the phone and just go. And then it would just click yeah. the space where it was. And my thumb would just be like, where, mommy? Why? <laughs> where is it? And it would search like a little baby bird looking for sustenance blindly. It's so, it's embarrassing. We, but I'm really proud. Like for me, I mean, let me look back what I was doing before I watched the social. How long were you on Reddit? Oh, that's Safari. Um, no, that's not. That's interesting. Why, why doesn't it say how long I was on Reddit? Oh, today, for instance, today. Oh, because I usually do Reddit at like midnight. So the night before, I guess I wasn't on that much. Reddit for me today was an hour and 34 minutes. Instagram has been 32 minutes. And it's 6 o'clock. It's 6.20. Um, again, yeah. So I, I'm, 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 I'm really down a lot. And I want to look at what it used to be before. Hold on. My only thing is, you, didn't you drive all day today with Greg Warren? Um, so yeah, but, I, but he was driving. Yeah, but well, you have conversations. Well, do you want me to pull up Thursday? Like, what day do yes, you want yeah, me yeah. to pull, pull up? Yeah, yeah, pull up last Thursday. Okay, I'll pull up Thursday. I'm not, I'm not, not, tr I'm not trying to be like, <laughs> I'm not trying I'm to be better a, than I'm, you. I'm just I'm saying I'm doing that good. Way. I'm saying that there are, uh, there are um, variables here. That's all. Okay, Thursday, <laughs> 11 hours, 27 minutes. But let me break it down. <laughs> Can I break it down for you? Bigger. Hold on. We, we have a discrepancy in here. The reason is because That's the it. white noise, the white noise app, which I used to sleep, was two hours and 48 minutes. So that really put a damper on things. Also, Kindle, I wasn't even reading that. That must have just been up on my screen and I left it. So and there's I don't count Kindle. I think Kindle's are like a positive. Like that doesn't. Okay. So let me do, yeah. what about Wednesday? Let me talk to you through Wednesday. Wednesday, beautiful day. Books, one hour and 58 minutes. Reddit, one hour and 24 minutes. Instagram, 57 minutes. Um, and no kink.com. Twitter? Twitter, nine minutes. Nine minutes. Dude, I, I don't go on Twitter anymore. That's great. I really I, don't. I go on for 30 seconds at a time, and then I just go, what the hell? I get off of it. TikTok? No TikTok? No TikTok. 
I'm down a lot. And because no, of that, it's great. I, um, it's great. yeah, I just feel you can, I'm just telling this to my listener. You can do it too. watch the social dilemma, educate yourself about these things. Read the book irresistible. It's so good. It's not just about cell phone addiction. It's just about, um, addiction in general. It's fucking fascinating. I'm loving it. I'm still reading it and I'm actually going to finish it. And, uh, yeah. Are we still on? Yeah. Uh, check out puddles. Yeah. It comes out tonight. If you want to hear more of this where we were way more on. I don't think so. Why do you have to say that? Because you, it's, it's fine. I thought we were pretty on. I feel like it was a good one. (laughs) I got to go. It's dark out and I got to go for a run. I don't want to get raped. You you won't. Well, now that that felt insulting almost. (laughs) Okay, I got to go. All right, squirt, squirt. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Comedy Central podcast.